Hello and welcome to episode 83 of El Vanilo, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and compares them to music today. My name is Matt and with me, the Bastards of Light, <laughs> Adam and Grace. Nice to see you both. Nice to see you too. Hello. How are you both? Good. Good. It's a bank holiday Monday. Mm. May Day. May Day. What is May Day? Anyone know? Well. Oh. <laughs> Strap yourselves in for some weird <laughs> English history. <laughs> so, pagan England, mm. back in like the pre-Christian days. So, we're talking like 300 BC, 400 BC. Maybe you're, even a little bit AD. You're telling me there was a time before Christianity. <laughs> in England, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's a, a pagan holiday called Bethlehem. Bethlehem, Bethlehem. Basically, it is a. Uh, it's the midpoint between the winter equinox, which is the longest or shortest day of the year, and the summer equinox, which is the longest day of the year. Wow. Uh, so summer and winter. So it's we're the, in the middle. Slap bang in the middle. The high point of spring. Um, so this is the middle day of the year. The f- the first is. Oh, yeah. So yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. So it's like it's the middle bit between. I can't remember what the. Some the winter one's called, but the summer one's called Sam Hain, the summer solstice. Mm. Like a person, Sam Hain. S A M H A I N, but all one word, oh. Sam Sam Hain. And yeah, it's um, it's it's um, characterized or celebrated by lighting bonfires, feasting. More bonfires. We did a what lot a of bonfires. Con- country. I had no I idea country. you actually celebrated May Day. Well, that it's then over the hundreds, uh, so thousand odd years turn just into May Day. I think the Maypole comes from May Day. We're dancing around oh. the Maypole, which I think is quite a British thing. Um, mm. And it's just developed into something fairly harmless because we're now... Mm. Just a day off. Just a day off. But it's like... like It probably was celebrated by farmers because you bring your lambs down from the high fields or something like that. Nice. Or you send them out into the pastures to nice. do their Brilliant. sheep things. It's a bit mad. Mm. And now just like half of us get a day off and half of us don't. That's it. That's pretty <laughs> much it. It's just mm-hmm. a, it's it's like um the only thing I can liken it to for our American listeners. Mm-hmm. I've learned a little bit about an American public holiday, Arbor Day. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which is was created in oh, I wanna say like Missouri, I can't say which state. Which some governor, state governor was like, Hey, we should all plant trees and that state was like, Yeah, let's have a national holiday or a state holiday where we all go plant trees, Arbor Day. So the other day, and other states were like, "Oh, we like that. We're also going to plant trees." And then I think now, basically, like they don't have bank holidays; they have state holidays and stuff. Mm. So, yeah. For the plea, the plea planting, the tree planting, for the tree, for the tree planting. And yeah. there's a national Arbor Day office or, or or committee or something like that, and they can like tell you what trees are best to plant depending on what state you're in and stuff. Uh-huh. So there you go. I still don't know what. Um, Labor Day is there. I've mm. got a clue what that's. No, no. Let us know yeah. in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know. So. And let's all pan- plant trees. Mm, I just did the same as you. Tramp, please. Let's all tramp, please. Mm. <laughs> Brilliant. What have we done on our day off? Grace, what you do? Climbed the tallest mountain in the <laughs> United Kingdom. Well, none of that's true. <laughs> I mean, some of it's true. You did climb. <laughs> I climbed a medium-sized hill. Yeah, 
<laughs> with a little towel on the top in wales <laughs> which scousers love to do mm, yeah yeah it's a classic it's like what you do on sunday flying mobama that's mm. like it's a classic it's a solid yeah and well we don't because we work but you know well, we go to church <laughs> but yeah it's for mobama Mo- uh, Mo- though isn't it, it is. nice little house mm. very nice it's always a classic but you get to the top though because the weather's bad in wales so you get to the top <laughs> can't see a thing can't see a thing mm. <laughs> too cloudy yeah <laughs> That is true. But if it's a good day, mm. which is rare, you can see from the house. Yeah. It's still windy on top, but it's nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Adam? Well, sorry, mid-year. Um, <laughs> mid-year. We, we had an impromptu little trip to our family caravan, didn't mm. we? Uh, also in North Wales. Also in North Wales, not too far from mm. Mofamu, <laughs> um, as I call it. Um, yeah, so we went yesterday, didn't we? Late last night. Late last night. Stayed over. Had a little mini little tour of North Wales, really. How beautiful. It was nice. It was good. Feel yeah. refreshed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nothing's more I mean, nothing is more northwest than these two statements, which mm. is went to Wales, climb Obama, came home. Sure. Went to Wales, went to Weatherspoons and came home. <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty that's much. pretty much yeah. sums up a whole culture really mm. pretty much a whole city a whole city whole city summed up mm. brilliant yeah. but you I'm can't tell it there's a better way <laughs> i don't believe there is it's no. not been discovered yet no not been discovered apart from maybe going up to the lakes mm. that maybe that's well, going north we nearly got a greg's on the way home so that probably would have made it even mm, better i would have made it better now we're talking mm. We got a KFC on the way last night. Mm. That's what made mm. us. Which we we learnt when we were there that Matt has a best friend in, oh, in the don't. KFC. Why are you bringing this What up? happened? Oh no! Best tell, tell me everything now. Best friend. Tell me everything. I'll bring it up. You can cut this out if you want. Like you edit, but I <laughs> well, I just need to preface it with if this woman listens, right? Which she probably <laughs> does because she's your best friend. I think she's really lovely. Oh, but, she seems lovely. But I'm not in the most sociable of moods. And some things she says are innocuous. Mm. Right. I promise you. Mm. I'm not sure. So basically, I'll tell you what she says. Right. Okay. <laughs> every time I go to the, every time I go to the drive through, mm. she goes, oh, "Hi, nice to see you again. It's been a while. What you What you mean? It's been a while. <laughs> what you mean? So you only know this woman via KFC. She's the drive through lady. Of the, so you you go to the same KFC yeah each time. Well, well, it's yeah, just yeah. my nearest. Everyone one. has a local. Oh, I'm just setting the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. you go to the same one. Yeah. And every but time, she's always there. She's always there, and she's so friendly. Very friendly. It's like nice to see you. It's been a while, isn't it? And then she's like, "Oh, I haven't seen you this week." Like, and I'm like, "What do you, what do you mean, haven't seen you this week? I don't come like every other day." But she makes it out like I do, and it's it's really off-putting when you're with other people, <laughs> right? Because so, it makes Matt look like he's like there. Like he lives in Kelsey. Like what you've been up to? And she's just dead friendly. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just finishing work or whatever. I'm just trying to keep the small talk <laughs> real. Just give him a real small. Real small. But we do often go after church on a Sunday mm. because it's been a busy day. Yeah, sure. Normally work yeah, the twelve yeah. hour shift. Really great, yeah. but I'm gonna get a KFC at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. But like, it literally, I haven't been in like three weeks, right? So I say she's missed you. Well, well, that's nice. Well. Oh, did she miss him? So no, I, I say, right, I'm not going to the drive through because I can't deal with seeing this woman, right? Do you know her name? No, of course I don't know Does her name. Does she know your name? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> but I find it embarrassing, so I say, right, we're not going to drive through. There's a big queue. Let's go inside. Mm. Jesus. Queue wasn't that big. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want it. He really didn't want to go. 
We go inside. We sit down, waiting for our food. Right? <laughs> she's not. She's not there because she's always on the drive through. Sure. I mean, I don't know that. Cause she's not, in the back. I'm not always <laughs> there, but when I'm there, she's always. <laughs> anyway. You know her work schedule. Mm, Let's yeah. just say that. We're sitting there. We're sitting next to a bin. She comes over to change the bin. She goes, "Hi, are you all right?" I'm like, "Are you all right?" I'm like, oh. <laughs> and where I was like, oh. <laughs> and like she knows we've talked about it because there's a, I think oh, she doesn't, but I feel like there's an there's atmosphere. A, there is an atmosphere. And Lydia, my our sister, is like desperate just to like talk and take them in. And I keep saying, "She's still behind you. <laughs> she's still mm-hmm. in the bins. She's still behind you." Like, because st- she's taking a long time to do the bins, isn't she? She doing she a thorough job. Yeah, great yes, job. Yeah, yeah. She's really lovely. Yeah. Mm. Too familiar. But yeah. For me. <laughs> That's all. I just think she's Matt, doing a great job. How can your best friend be too familiar? Mm. Come on. We're not best Don't friends. Don't talk her down like that. Oh. Talk her up. Well anyway. Hey bestie. <laughs> hey, if you get a discount out of it, I respect <laughs> I mean exactly. I'll respect it, absolutely. You get a free someone pot of did, gravy. Someone did ask <laughs> you to get a discount. We're not that friendly. <laughs> But she does act like we know each other. And she like, she does. That's so cute. Yeah. And then this this is very Christian centric. But someone asked me if I'd invited her to Alpha <laughs> yesterday, which is funny if you get the joke, but it's not funny if you don't get the joke. So. Have you? Um, <laughs> no, I haven't. No, <laughs> no, I haven't. So he's got a booked an appointment tomorrow <laughs> at the KFC. Obviously. For your daily KFC. Oh, obviously. <laughs> For the daily KFC. I, I was going through it this morning with Beck. Obviously, this has tortured me a little bit. <laughs> right. But I was going through it. It's easily been three weeks. Easily? Yeah. Easily been three weeks. I was... I didn't go this week. It shuts at nine as well. Mm. So after work, I can't often go. Mm. You know what I mean? It's late tea, but I can't often go. You know what I mean? So I haven't been this week. I was on holiday last week. Mm-hmm. The week before that, I was away. You know, working away. Sure. Working away. I was going to other KFCs. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing other kennels. Yeah. And then the week before that. So that's like a month. Well, she's missed you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's nice well, to not... be appreciated. Yeah. But she does her job and I do mine. Not that my <laughs> job is to eat KFC. <laughs> <laughs> and we what don't, you know, you see people every day. Sure. Yeah. You don't have to talk or chat. Maybe she's just maybe it makes the shift go. She's quicker. trying to brighten up your day. Well, I hope she's like that with everyone and not just Have me. Have a finger but when she good said, day. That's what she's trying to help you right. do. You know what it's called? Right. It's called customer service. Yeah. yeah. It, it, she's really mm. great, but she's just a bit too friendly and familiar for me. A bit too close. It's a good job. She's in a window. Fair. Not that she was yesterday. She crossed, crossed that barrier. She wasn't even on bins. <laughs> she crossed... <laughs> She just saw you come in. I've got. She made an excuse. I gotta go and say hi. I'll I'll do the bins. Oh, he sat sat by the bins, right? Okay. I just find it awkward. I'm really sorry. It was incredible. I really wish I was there. I know. There you go. Do you want to go to KFC after this? (laughs) No, it's all right. Thanks. Well, anyway, that's the way it goes. A bit awkward. I think it's only awkward because I find it awkward. Mm. There's nothing actually weird about it. But She's just having a great time. To be fair, I'd yeah. find it a bit strange. Just like... Mm. But I feel like she's casting aspersions on me. Sure. So when I'm with Beck, she goes, Oh, I haven't seen you in a while. Mm. Where have you been? And yeah. that's making me look like... <laughs> I'm, I'm sneaky eating. Sneaky eating. <laughs> yeah, do you know love, what I mean? Love that. Secret eater. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I might be, but you know. <laughs> Don't call me out. <laughs> Don't call me out on it. <laughs> this, you're the dealer. 
You meant to be <laughs> hush hush. You know what I mean? So anyway, yeah. went to KFC. Yeah. Mm. It was very busy. Tasty though. Always. I could go to KFC though. Yeah. We had chicken today. We did. And we had chicken last night, so I don't even want It's watch. a lot of chicken. A lot of poultry products. But you know, you need protein. Chicken's brilliant. It's part of a balanced diet. <laughs> Not when nope. it's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not when it's all protein. Brilliant. Well, there you go. I'm glad we've all had a bank holiday weekend. Mm. <laughs> We're going to talk about Blonde on Blonde. <laughs> it, feel, yeah. it feels strange going on to talk about anything else, doesn't it? We're going to talk about Blonde on Blonde um, by Bob Dylan from 1966. Mm. Big year. Big year. Big decade. M- big decade. Massive decade. Bi- I, uh, that's a good question, actually. Has there been a more culturally significant decade than the 60s? Than the 60s? I know we've got, obviously, the, the 20s, which were pretty big. As in this 20s that we're in now? 1920s. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and the, so you got the twi- 1920s, which were pretty big. And then you, I guess you've got the 1940s, because, you know. <laughs> World War, World War Two, <laughs> yeah. There's millions of people dying. That you know, that was a big impact. You know, but like, it's I. Th- I feel like the sixties is the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You know what I mean, no one. People talk about it a lot. Mm. I think the nineties was cut quite culturally culturally significant. Do you think so? That? So like for like the UK, we got like Britpop, mm. Lad Max stuff like like stuff like that really made a big difference. Like the world we live in Channel now. Four. Punk. Punk, yeah, pop punk, pop punk, um, and grunge, mm. and things like that. But Cause probably it, not the same as because no. the sixties was America's decade. The internet as well. Mm. Yeah. But then the eighties, the eighties was like a different, different time altogether. I think sixties and bleeding into the early seventies, late seventies things went wrong. Eighties are picked back up again. I I wonder whether like seventy five onwards, like nothing significant mm. happens in the world. It's mm. just a very empty. Nothing. Mm. Very Cold War centric, though, isn't it? But I guess so. But even then, it's kind of all cooled down a little bit. Mm. And yeah, then I the eighties, so. I think it picks Maggie up a little bit as well. And then yeah, the eighties kicks in. You got Thatcher. You got Reagan. You got the AIDS um, yeah. crisis, epidemic crisis, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's very much and the cocaine, mm. <laughs> you know, so yeah. heroin or whatever it was, crack. But probably not the same as sixties. When you look at the fifties to the seventies. Like, that's quite a big shift, isn't it? It is. Whereas, like, though. the 80s to the 2000s probably isn't as big a shift. Mm. Only in technology, yeah, I think, so. is what you'd say. But, but, yeah. but you know what I find weird? When you look at films and they're, like, so, like, and they go to, like, 2000 or whatever, and mm. they expect, like, floating cars and like <laughs> bad stuff. Yeah. And you're, like, we literally are just ruining the world with the internet. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's all that's happening. Just got Elon Musk buying social media sites. Crazy shits and giggles. Yeah, well that's it. But the sixties is where we are. We are. Sorry, yeah. Adam, tell us about it. I'd, I've got a few, a few fun light. Th- I've decided to go light mm. because I, I'm aware that we often go heavy when it comes to where uh, to the decade. So, sixty-six, the Batman television series starring Adam West debuts on ABC. Great show. Mm-hmm. Great show. We all love it. Sixties um, TV is to, is a mad thing, isn't it? Sixties TV it's was a bit weird. Quite behind, isn't it? Like, yeah, but it's just starting to go like color television is starting to really kick off. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think in America it's just like really becoming a big thing. You know, wanna yeah, get like cowboys and stuff like that. Love it, crazy rhinestone cowboys. Um, 
another very popular television show. Um, a real pioneer going boldly where no one went before. Dun, dun, dun. Star Trek debuted in September. Mm. Anyone a Trekkie here? My mum was like a diehard. Really? Diehard. Unexpected. Honestly. Love that. Did you go to any conventions? Ah, that was my question. I don't know. You know, I've never actually asked. Too many guys aware specifically Star Trek conventions. Oh, yeah. Maybe she did because she's very serious when she talks about it. She's like, no, I was an original Trekkie. Um, I feel like we've heard this before. No, I have not. (laughs) Maybe maybe we just talked about it. But I interpreted that I've never asked us. I've never cared. That's what (laughs) I interpreted that as. Incredible. A real Trekkie. Mm. Mm. Do you know, Star Trek had the first televised interracial kiss. Wow. Really? Yep. Between, I think, Lieutenant O'Hara. I think that was her name. This is a stupid question. Was it interracial in the fact of, like, human race? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Always. Sorry, yeah. Like, as in a, a, a white man and a black woman. Right, right, right. But not, not like... Because like, they've got, like, aliens. They do have aliens. Right, I don't right. think... Although Spock is an alien, and I yeah. think he had a romantic partner. Honestly, couldn't tell you. And Brookside is the first lesbian kiss. And a frail. Yeah. Yep. And a frail. Frail. Just I just bring that up because it's a scouse. It is. Thing. It is disgusting to be yeah. fair. Brookside. Brookside scouse program. Yep. Yeah. Setting a little close in the. Not group. anymore. Not anymore. Oh. No. Um. Sinbad. Sinbad. <laughs> Woman in my work, a lady in my work, Zoe. She is, I think, loosely related to Simbad or knows wow. Simbad wow. through like marriage and stuff like that. Wow. So she uses it to get in everywhere. <laughs> Local celebrity Simbad there, yeah. who I'd never <laughs> heard of really before starting the show. I follow a daily Simbad on on Instagram. It's quite funny. I've got I no idea who Simbad is. Neither it's do I probably really. before his time. Though. It's a bit before mine, but mm. there's a storyline in Brookside where um, this woman goes missing or someone it might be a guy i can't remember mm. anyway they turn out their berries under the patio in the back oh. but it was a big story man it was a big thing people were like traumatized from it it was real life no it's not real oh, life right. it's a drama but like honestly people were still traumatized because it was that like because it's before things like that happened yeah. yeah that was the 90s i guess i think it is yeah but yeah big mm-hmm. soap opera anyway. um sticking with the television uh, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, mm. uh, the animated television special adapted from the book, is shown for the first time on CBS. Wow. I know you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. That is a long time. A long time. And that, like, I think that when it airs, that becomes like a Christmas staple. Mm. It's that. It's Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, and then later on in, like, the 80s, that Rudolph film with, like, the claymation one. Mm. They're the big ones. I like the Grinch. Mm. But in the remake of it, with which Jim Carrey, yeah, yeah, that girl, what's her name? Cindy Lou Who. Cindy Lou Who. Does my head in? Really? Absolutely. What? I just want to kick her in the head. Taylor Momsen, that the lead singer of the Pretty Reckless. Really? You make me want to die. She's also a gossip girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. XOXO. Isn't she the one <laughs> that had the song about like I'm six, I'm sixteen now? If you know what I mean. No, I don't know. Oh, I I can't say I've ever really followed the Pretty Reckless. I just know you make me wanna die. Yeah. Great song. I remember that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, just went a bit wild. Um going outside of television, briefly, also in the US. The Black Panthers were formed in the US. A kind of I don't know whether you'd call them a military group, but a a 
a civil rights active group. We all know about the Black Panther. No idea. I honestly Never. was thinking the animal. I was like, I didn't realise it was a genetic. No. So the Black Panthers were a group of uh, African American um, men and women who organised themselves um, to fight for civil rights. But it was a little bit different from the um, Martin Luther King aspect because they were they did resort to violence, I guess, to you know win civil liberties because violence was being done to them. Mm. They were like, "Well, I'm a revolutionary. I'm going to go." There's a really great um, film that recently came out last year called Black Jesus and the Black Judas and the Messiah. Which is all about, I can't believe I forgot his name, one of the leaders of the Black Panthers and his kind of like rise. He was a very passionate speaker and stuff like that. Really good. Really, really was good. there someone who betrayed him? Yes. <gasps> yeah. Really good film. Black Ooh. Jesus and the Messiah. <clears throat> Definitely worth. Definitely worth watching. Um, but yeah, again, not, not too long ago, 66, and you've got a civil rights group mm-hmm. being formed. So people who wear Black Panthers, if, you know, the government hadn't killed them, are still still alive. Wow. Oh, they did. They assassinated them and all sorts. Like, they were they were terrible. So, yeah, the Black Panthers, definitely worth looking into mm. as an organisation. Just see what they did and stuff like that. They were very passionate speakers. Um, moving away from civil rights. Um <laughs> Sounds so trivial. We fucked that one off anyway. Fucked that one off. It's sorted now. <laughs> no. <laughs> As a white man, let me say, that issue is now done. Sorted. Done. done. No. We um, solved that in the 60s. Maybe. <laughs> Absolutely not. Still an issue. Anyway. Um, my final fact. Football came home in 66. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it did. England defeats Germany. To win the 1966 was that the only World time Cup ever? Yeah, talk about football coming home. Football came home. It was the final. The final was at Wembley. Yes, Old Wembley. Old Wembley. Yeah, the whole World Cup was held in the UK, wasn't it? Beat the Germans. West Germans, I want to say. What East yes, Germans? Yes, West Germans. Whole of the World Cup was in the UK. Yeah, we we hosted yeah. it in '66. That's normally how it works. Uh, is it, yeah. You don't tour to each other's countries. No, you no, come no. Over. Uh, it's like the Olympics is in a city. Yeah. Mm, got you. Yeah. Now, you might know this, Matt. Right? Is '66 the World Cup where the trophy was lost and then found by a dog? Yeah, <laughs> by w- someone walking it was their dog. Lost after like, it was stolen. Someone Stop. hid it, and the dog found it. Yeah, and it found it in, like a bush. Yeah. Crazy. Then, yeah, it? the jewels remain. Yeah, crazy. Remain. So did they return it? Yeah, it, it was like held then in a in a in a church. Whilst they like identified it, made sure it was the real one. There's like two of them now or something. It's weird. Yeah. I can't remember. Because they made a replacement. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, but I mean, like, England have been bad at football for a long time mm. since. But best N- team since. Nearly came home again. Nearly did. Nearly came home again. And there's actually a World Cup this winter. There is. Which is again. a rare thing. Uh, what well, the Euros was last year. And then there's a uh, a World Cup this winter, which is the first time it'll happen. Because it's in Qatar, dodgy. Mm. So is that why they're doing it in the winter? Yeah, because yeah, it's too hot to play in summer. Yeah, Far yeah. too hot. I mean, it'll still be hot. It's not even been a year yet, though, has it? Has yeah, it? so it'll, it was the Euros last year. It'll be 18 last year. months, yeah, by the time. It's not been a year yet. 
but it will be by time. Yeah. Every two years. It feels like it was only the other day. Yeah, but that's a pandemic. It got moved back a year, the Euros. Um, so we went three years without a tournament. So. What's the matter? Dark time. Yeah. Dark time. that's some 66. Football chat. Yeah. Football chat. <laughs> Gary Lineker, sorted. Albums that came out mm. in the 66. Big ones, in I the imagine. 66. Revolver by the Beatles. Massive. Man. Big boy album. That's all we need to know then. We can stop there. Okay, great. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you would say that normally, <laughs> but but Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys, massive, mm. brilliant album, inspired Sergeant Pepper's, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et Aftermath, the Rolling Stones. I don't care. Who gives a toss? You know what I mean. <laughs> um, let's have a look. The fifth, di- well, fifth dimension by the Birds. Donovan had an album, Sunshine, Superman. I love that song. Oh, do you? It's a great song. I was going to ask if you were... Uh, I don't like Donovan. He's been living off the fact that he taught the Beatles a few chords <laughs> for absolutely 50 isn't he, years. Isn't it a quote from Donovan who said, don't ever show Paul McCartney a song because he'll steal it from you? Yes. Yeah, Which I think is is big boy with. But no, that song, Su- Sunshine, Superman, is a, is a good song. Is it? Yeah. Fresh Cream by Cream. That came out. Yeah. So, like, Eric Clapton starting to, like... You're not into fresh cream? No. Do you rather have sour cream? I mean, that is. I would like an answer. To that. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> I prefer sour cream. Just to answer that. Now, clotted. Give me a clotted cream. Oh, on a scone. On a scone. Mm. Not a fruit scone, though. No, thank oh, you. no, no, no. Plain. But the best kind of scone is a cherry scone. Tell me you've had a cherry. I hate cherries. Ew. What do you, uh, ew. Matt, me then. <laughs> you, I hate cherries too. <laughs> <laughs> cherries are for wet people. Aren't Stop they? Yeah, right cherry scone. <laughs> Get out of here. Just to name a few other people that yeah. had some um, albums. The Mama and Papa's, Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, come on. The Kinks. God, Mum's not. Um, love the Kinks. Honestly, the Is who. It the sixties. Pa- oh, okay. <laughs> never mind. Ruined. Whole decades of writing. Jefferson Airplane, The Yardbirds, Otis Redding, The Monkees, Stevie Wonder, Otis Redding again, um, The Love and Spoonful. Good, good times. Frank Sinatra, The Supremes. Oh, The Supremes. God, things are happening. Just Marvin Gaye. Oh, Marvin Gaye. Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Everybody is releasing. Yeah, just bangers. There's something in the water. I mean, I know what's in the water. It's LSD. But <laughs> <laughs> it's Aretha Franklin's releasing like stuff as just, well. You know what I mean? It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. But do, just, do you know what, then? It's peace and love. It's peace and love. love. I don't want to bang an old drum, but everybody's doing something. But not like the Beatles. I not just like want to say. Just, I, everyone's doing something, but Revolver slaps all of it. It's their decade. Honestly. That decade was ruled by four lads. Man. John Paul George. Justin <laughs> it's mad. It's mad how they just ruled it. And they didn't even get going until 63, 64. Just four lads from Liverpool. You know what I mean? Smashed it. <laughs> One lad from Dingle. Yeah. Three lads from... Posh areas. Posh areas, even though Dingle? they wouldn't admit her. What's that? Who was from Dingle? Ringo. Ringo. Uh, <laughs> George Harrison was from Toxted. Mm-hmm. No, he's from Wavertree. Wavertree. Wavertree's all right. Yeah, but he's at the edge where it's a bit nicer. Yeah, yeah. true. But anyway. John and Paul, very posh. But that was uh, what was coming from over 
this side, mm. but over in our American cousins. Over the pond, over as we the like pond. to say. <laughs> Bloody there was big this, pond. There was this guy called Bob Dylan. Yes, there was. And he was doing big things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he was. He was. <laughs> he was doing big. <laughs> he was doing. He was doing big things. Uh, and so we're going to take a break. And <laughs> and then we're gonna talk about Blonde on Blonde by Bob Dylan. Mm. Brilliant. Well, welcome back to the podcast. We're gonna talk about Blonde on Blonde by Bob Dylan. I said that in a really like radio DJ way. We're gonna talk about <laughs> Bob Dylan, <laughs> which is the seventh studio album by uh, Bob Dylan, released as a double album. Come on, one of the first double albums. Oh, uh, really? I think so. Oh, I wow. mean, I could be wrong, but I think one of the first before. I'm going to say this was the first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the White Album was nowhere near this. It was still two years away, three years away. Tommy, by the who, was still a little bit off, you know, and was nowhere near as good as this. Nowhere. In my opinion. Um, But it was uh, released on the 20th of June uh, by Columbia Records. And recording sessions began in New York in October 65 with numerous backing musicians including members of Dylan's live band The Hawks mm. who have gone through a bit of turmoil because Dylan has turned electric right and <sighs> people are kicking off they are the folk community have never <laughs> been happy since no, they haven't, no. still not happy <laughs> it was a big big turning moment it was and so he um, when they would like shout abuse to him he would say things like turn the amps up fucking louder or something like that and they just like ah. crank it so well quoting quoting even okay. though it wasn't a quote <laughs> 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 you know and he just cranked them up and he just played them on full so but people were unimpressed but this album is one of those albums which is a bit more electric even though now we look at it and we think it's still pretty folky mm. um through the sessions um Oh, though the sessions continued until January 1966, they yielded only one track that made it onto the final album. One of us must have known sooner or later. Um, at well, at Bob Johnson's suggestion, who's the producer, so he wanted more, mm. and then that one came through. Um, Dylan is renowned for, and I I feel like this is about to be jumped on. <laughs> But only doing one or two takes of songs. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that tracks. I don't know about you, Grace, but that tracks for me. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't really spend much time going through a song. So they do some this thing where they do well a typical take, um, like rehearsal or like um, it's not what you call it. A typical session would look like this: rehearsal once, rehearse the song, track the song, track the song again. But they might not even get to the second time <laughs> if the first time is good. Dylan does not like over-preparing. Well. And so this is what it kind of looks like. And so um, these sessions are all like that. And Dylan has never really changed mm. with that. He oh. likes them that way. And so they're, um, they've got great musicians in. And so um, something like the first track on the album. I can't believe I don't have it in front of me. What is the first um, Rainy Day. Rainy Day. Number yeah. 12, Mean Woman. But it's got a really long, convoluted title. Yeah. <laughs> They're all really stupid. Rainy Day Woman, <laughs> yeah. number 12 and 35. There you go. But it's basically fit. They've done one rehearsal and this is the first take and they take the first take. Wow. And so it's kind of like, Paul McCartney does this a bit later inspired 
but I don't know if it's not as good. Nah. Um, but he does it with the wings, where they're just doing this kind of like crazy, drunk, high, um, and this lyric, everybody gets stoned. Mm-hmm. It's like a double entendre because it's like, uh, we stone everyone. Um, or like, if you're doing good. So this is kind of where um, the Rolling Stones are getting busted for weed. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And the police just turn up. And how do the police know that they've got weed? Well, everyone has drugs. But it, they, people were just walking around in the 60s and they were just high as a case or they just had drugs on them. But they're starting to like get on top of them. So not only is everybody gets stoned about being stoned, hmm. but it's about getting stoned like hmm. they would in biblical times oh, where they're stoning the man or stoning Stephen uh, to death and things like that. So it's like a double meaning. But apparently it was all an act. Ah. And they weren't actually that stoned. Because they were all very professional musicians. Oh. Yeah. And so it was a bit of an act, this kind of drunk. Um, but, you know, mm. some people have different opinions about it. But, um, yeah, the album peaked at number nine on the Billboard 200 in the US and was uh, eventually double uh, certified as double platinum. Uh, and it reached number three in the UK. Blonde on Blonde spawned two singles that were top 20 hits in the US, Rainy Day Woman and I Want You. And I Want You is like one of the poppiest mm. Bob Dylan tracks of the time. Um, and then two additional songs, Just Like a Woman and Visions of Johanna um, have been named as among Dylan's greatest compositions mm. and were featured on the Rolling Stones top 500 list. Oh, wow. Which <laughs> I bet you didn't know that. Did not know that. Did not know that. Um, yeah, so here we are. There's a lot to talk about here, but I wonder what we think. Grace, what do you think? So I can't say that in my time I've listened to a great deal of Bob Dylan. Um, But off the back of this album, I can't say that's really going to change. I really can't. I'm so sorry, Matt. Really? Really. Um, His voice is not palatable for me. Palatable. Mm. It's not something I enjoy. Okay. Not at all. Not in any tracks. No. Right. No. There's just something about. I don't know whether it's the way that he enunciates. I don't know what it is. But I'm not a fan. It's not as bad. As. Oh, who do you love but we hate? Who do I love but you hate? Mm. Quite a lot of people. (laughs) With the creepy old man voice, whisper voice. There's gonna be a lot of people. Oh, oh, um, Neil Young. Oh, Neil Young. I'm Neil Young. So it's like halfway there. It's halfway. It's halfway there, which is too far. Too far there. Yeah. Neil Young is brilliant, as well as Bob Dylan. Now, the opener, right? Yeah. First track. It's quite a well-known track, I think. Think so, yeah. I think so, right? But that doesn't mean it's good, right? And it's <laughs> not good, and it's not good. But it's the playing is brilliant. Mm. The organs are blissful. Mm. The horns, the way the horns do that, like staggered, like almost drunk thing, mm. even though they're not. What an act! What a beautiful sure. performance. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I I would agree with you there on that one. That, I'll give it that. I just I just couldn't get around it. Mm. I just really couldn't. And I'm a big believer in the first track needing to set the tone. 
Right? Yeah, we know. <laughs> we and know. I don't, sure. and I don't like the tone that's being set. What What about the lyric play that we were talking about there? I I do appreciate that. Because I hadn't considered the fact that they were they were like implying that they were stoned. I just thought like yeah, everyone does stone each other for everything, just existing stone. Because like this is a single, but it would never have gotten BBC Radio because mm. even just <laughs> bless you. Thank you. Sorry. Even just the like thought of someone being on drugs. Mm. It's like a scandal. Mm. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. But you're still not a fan. No, I'm still not a fan. <laughs> Can't appreciate that. But I do love a good wordplay. So, you know, it gains points, but... So probably a one out of ten now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this man of his always change. And also, just throughout the entire thing, let me tell you where you can put that harmonica. Honestly, that mm-hmm. harmonica is butchering the entire thing. Right. Now, I don't, I don't mind a harmonica. I don't. You have a problem with Bob Dylan and a harmonica. With him... Because the harmonica, right? It should, it should be the little sprinkle. It should be adding the little, like, ooh, that was nice. But this is folk, man. Yeah, <laughs> and it can still add its little. Oh, that's nice. What do you think, Adam? Oh no, the harmonica was awful. Mm. It's like piercing. It's atrocious. But I think it is piercing at times. It's S- like blaring through everything. But uh, th- for me, there's a scale of harmonica. Mm. There is Stevie Wonder oh, on one end. Come on, top tier. And then you've got Bob Dylan at the very other. But do you, do you know who inspired? No, don't even say it. Oh, I know John Lennon was like a massive. No, yeah, but even that on. is like Bob Dylan is the guy. No. He inspired all of them. No, I he know. did not inspire Stevie Wonder. I, he definitely did. No, he probably he probably, he probably did. did. It, but he not on this album. This no. album didn't inspire this little twelve-year-old no Stevie one. Wonder to do it. This inspired Strangled Cats. Do you know what I? That's do you know what, what I'm going to put this down to? <sighs> Go I think that the sonic fields, right, that mm. we listen to now. Sure. Like, my car radio speakers are way better than anything they were listening okay. to. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. And yeah. so I reckon there's, like, I agree, sometimes it's just a bit, like, piercing. Mm. Holds on a note for a little bit too long. Mm. But I reckon you weren't getting those overtones mm. okay. the same. I, I might be wrong, and someone can call me out for being a bit Maybe. of a Luddite. But I, I can give you that. Mm. Yeah. I'd, I'd car speakers especially weren't as good. It was piercing. Radio mm. speakers weren't as good. Yeah. Unless you had a recording studio and the master tapes. But even then, they but probably weren't as good. But making that music somewhere, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I imagine, like, why didn't it? And it's folk, man. Like, you know, I don't want to make excuses, but... Mm. You know. It's I think it tracks. I think it's all right. But man. I rate it. But... <laughs> Can't say I'm a fan. Okay. But yeah, I just think the album's boring. It's just proper. <laughs> it's just proper boring. It's proper boring. It's just proper boring. Can't get. I'm angry the whole time because I'm like that harmonica needs to shut up. I'm just <laughs> mad. So then I've got no. T- I've got no time. I've got no tolerance. Gone. Fair. And then he's doing silly voice. And then oh, I've got. I've got no time. Were there any tracks on this album that you enjoy? Visions of Joanna. Wonderful lyrics. Yeah. Love it, but then Beautiful also, song. but then it goes on too. I was that's my name. Long. Every song How long is, is that song? Long, yeah. Too long. It's six minutes. The last song, an absolute joke. Eleven minutes, eleven minutes. Mm. And I read a quote about one of the band members when they were doing it, and they were saying like, when it got to about that's halfway seven. through. Visions of Johanna is seven and a half minutes. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. So we start off like this. This is pretty good. This, and then you're like, oh, ruins it. <laughs> but the last the last track, right? I read this quote. The, someone who's in the band was saying like halfway through they all start laughing at each other because they're like well we've peaked but we're still bloody going and mm. it goes on for 10 minutes mm. stop stop 
this song is the reason why Taylor Swift wasn't allowed to release her original 10 minute version of All Too Well because Bob right. Dylan ruined it no I'm not because Bob Dylan I, no, right. ruined it there have been 10 minute songs before I don't I'm think we can blame this. Bob this is the reason on Bob Dylan's la- I was telling Adam earlier on Bob Dylan's latest album mm. he brought out a 17 minute mm. song no. on the the assassination of JFK <laughs> in 1963 throw the whole album away don't even bother it was, it's a brilliant song but that's that is <laughs> one paste that song honestly it's just but but by the way so is whatever that Taylor Swift song is no. that is Excuse absolute me. garbage uh, I don't care it? who Ooh. you are it's rubbish no. it is a bit one paste but it is good. It's good. I can't it's good, deny it's not. But it's no better. It's better. Oh, it's better. <laughs> I, I don't think it's. it's I don't think it's consistently battle. good all the way through the Taylor Swift song. It's got peaks and troughs. I think. I think towards the end because didn't she do it at like a at a at a mic check or something? That's the story I've heard. Is but this all too well? All too well. Oh, it's just. I, some so, of the verses don't even scan. Honestly, I just think just... towards the end it loses its way a little bit. Mm. A little bit. Yeah, you can have your opinion. I, I will, thank you. <laughs> still good, though. It's still better than... Mm, it's better than this. Still this is just a joke. It's an absolute joke. But, but Visions of Joanna, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. We'll end on a high. That started off well. well. What about I Want You? I want you. You weren't a fan. No. What about Just Like a Woman? That's a famous song. I know, but not a fan. It's just him. It's just him. But Grace, right? Right. Every week you say it's just him. <laughs> Maybe. I've been just there. Man. I've been there. Well, no, it's just certain men. What? What do you mean, <laughs> certain men? These ones. But what? Ones what right mean? in the sixties, mainly. That's not a bad opinion to but have. What do you mean? The 60s, We've had. We've had the talking heads, David Bowie, uh, Radiohead. Yeah. All of them, you've been like... A cacophony of crap. <laughs> cacophony of crap. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. Just mm. so not a fan of this album, man. No. Not a fan of any of it. No. Visions of Joanna. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said Visions of Johanna was bearable. <laughs> oh, there it is. Wow. There you go. Was that the Visions that was of Johanna? <laughs> Adam, what do you think? Bob, Bob, Bob. Mm. Where do we go with Bob? Mm. So, uh, Rainy Day One, starting off. I, I really like it. Oh. I like the kind of story it tells. Bob Dylan's a storyteller. I think he's we know this. He's a storyteller. Mm. And so he's, by having his band a whooping and a hollering in the background, he's tra- he's telling a bit of a story. It's like a, um, it's kind of got a, a, a tavern vibe. Not tavern, like right. a speakeasy yeah. vibe. Type thing, and I like that. I we're in that. the pub, and we're like, we're in the pub. We're loose and easy. Down. We're loose and easy. Yeah, being breezy. And, and I like ourselves too seriously. And I think it's a good opener. Mm-hmm. I think I I like it. Um, I I like the horns on it. I think they're really fun. It's um, I noticed because we listened to it in your car, Matt, the the drums are panned quite a very hard right. Yeah. Not all the drums. I think just the bass drum, right. which has quite a cool little kick and pattern, um, which I like. It was nice. Do you think that intro, just while we're on it? Mm. Da, 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 da. Do you think that's like a pre-rock and roll, rock and roll by Led Zeppelin? Yeah. Yeah, could be, actually. Mm. Although, no one beats that, that intro. No, I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying it's like a... Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a... Premonition of. 
a little bit. I, I, the opposite of that prelude. A pre- yeah, I can see that. Not not bad. Um, not bad. Not bad analysis. Not bad analysis. <laughs> good, good hashtag analysis. Um, <laughs> so it sounds jolly. So a jolly opener. Good. Pledging my time. It's just a standard blue song. Yeah. Stupidly long harmonica. Mm-hmm. Pack that in. And Dylan nicks songs, man. This is a problem. Yeah. He nicks songs. He takes a lot of credit for a lot of stuff. He does. But then, how? M- what can you do if you just do folksy stuff? Like you know, mm. there's a ripper. But he doesn't just rip it. He like rips every bit of it. Mm. I've read something about him ripping a Beatles song. He rips everything and doesn't oh, give credit. But he never has. Yeah. At least he's consistent. He's like <laughs> old man's Ed Sheeran. Old man's. Ed Sheeran. You know what you're gonna get. Absolutely. Someone else's work. <laughs> else's work. <laughs> With some better lyrics. Much like the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Or Le- sorry, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin were like that, weren't they? They yeah. just kind of stole mm-hmm. bits of everything. Yeah, but uh, only so many notes. There are so many notes. Um, yeah, visions of Joanna. Uh, it's a bit long. I didn't think mm. it was that great. Um, one of us must now. Drums in the chorus are the best bit. That's all I would say about that. I love a song that has a punchline, mm. and sooner or later, one of us must know it is like that. It's got these long verses, and then the chorus is, it ends with that line, and I'm a big fan. Fair. Bob Dylan does that well. Another one is Stuck Inside, a, mo- a mobile in Memphis, Tennessee, or whatever the song is. Mm. But um, I'm a big fan of that one. Um, I Want You is the best song on the album, probably because it's the least Dylan-like <laughs> song. It's just a nice, good three minutes mm. of pop. I like it. Um. And then there were some other songs on the album which are what they are. All in all, some of the songs are too long. There's a bit too much harmonica. I don't mind Bob Dylan as a person. He obviously did a lot for music. Mm. I can appreciate that. To some people, not me, to you, Matt, he's a poet. You don't think he's a poet? I, I guess so. I don't know. I, I f- Here's the thing. Do I want to have to concentrate? I feel like mm. it's an effort mm. to listen to him. I give it to me on a plate. I don't do subtlety, yeah. really. But can I just say... Give right? it to me on a plate or mm. sound listenable, too. Mm. I find it exhausting listening to him because <laughs> I'm trying to pick out... I'm trying to listen hard to the lyrics. Yeah. To find, and then and but, then I think is what I'm also trying to do because I've been told Bob Dylan's really clever. Listen, listen to the lyrics and you'll mm. find the deep meaning. I don't do it, so I, I've got to try and find... The deep, mm. and then are you just reading into it anyway? And then you're giving him more credit than he. It's fit. the same reason I don't listen to Leonard Cowan. Yeah, I like Hallelujah. It's great, but I won't listen to any of his other stuff because I can't get into the mm. subtleties of it. But often we accuse artists, right? Mm. Of you know, Bob Dylan's an activist. You know what I mean? Early on, sure, he's calling out. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's talking about things that need to be talked about. Once you wade through the fifty layers of mm. metaphor, yeah, I don't think it's that deep because, like, things like Masters of War, he's like, well, "You Masters of War, you're proper dickheads." I, it's not that's not a lyric, but you know, what I mean? it's pretty straight. You know what I mean? Sure. Maybe and I'm not listening to the right Dylan. Well, there's a lot of Dylan to listen lot. to. There you is. know what I mean? There's plenty of bad Dylan. Mm. You know, a lot of eighties Dylan is pretty unbearable. Some of the Christian stuff I find quite preachy. I'm not really a fan of. Right. 90s Dylan, I get into it a little more. Mm. You know what I mean? And l- late Dylan, it's quite rare to get something like Dylan. So yeah, it's nice these days. But I, so I can appreciate. I love him in the Traveling Wilburys. He's mm. great in that Tweeter and the Monkey Man, which is a Dylan song. 
is great. I just, I don't know. He's not, I appreciate him. I I think he himself is hilarious. You ever watch uh, USA for Africa? Uh, yeah. um, where he's just in the back singing Heal the World, make a better He's having a hard time there. He's he? just wondering, looking around like, why the hell am I around here with all these people? <laughs> yeah. and have you ever seen the video where um, Stevie Wonder goes, so this is your part, Bob, and he just like sings it, but he like sings it better than Bob will ever be able to sing it. Mm. And there's so much pressure because all these like artists that are like current and up to date are like in the room. And he does it, and the first take is like a bit poor, and he's like, oh, you can just see him like dying oh, yeah. inside. Poor Bob, man. Poor, poor Bob. So I just think, yeah, and he inspired, he, he introduced the Beatles to Weed. Great. Thank you for that. <laughs> he was best friends with George Harrison. I love that. That's beautiful. Beautiful. But I don't need And he wrote either. some of the best George Harrison songs. You know what I mean? Oh, if not yeah. for you, is an incredibly lovely song. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that one. Um, so I don't know. I just I I'm I'm I have a soft spot for him because of who he is to my musical heroes. Mm. But that's kind of really all it extends to. I don't think I'm gonna search out a lot of Bob Dylan songs. Mm. Apart from um It Ain't Me Babe, which is incredible. That's a great song. So he has got hits. It Ain't Me Babe and um I'd have you anytime, that's a great song. Is that a Dylan song? Yeah, that's a Dylan. That's a great one. It's Dylan's song, but those chords aren't Dylan chords. Can't tell me he put in those chords. Well, I think they... The major sevens and stuff. I think so. Do you think? Mm. His latest, latest album's a bit like that. I mean, what is one man's and what isn't? Do you know what I mean? We're all learning, aren't we? we so. are, we're all students of the game. That's, that's it. So my, my, my final points are, I love Bob Dylan for who he is and the hero that he is. I don't. I don't think I'll ever seek out much Bob Dylan. Mm. Although he also, I get. You say, I, I keep saying don't. this, but songs he wants. <laughs> one of the best Adele songs. It's a Bob Dylan song. She covers it. I've, I'm blanking on the name of it as yeah. I speak. Um, the one that makes everyone cry. Feel my love. Make yeah. you feel my make love. Make you feel my love. That's Bob Dylan. Uh, I know. You should hear this version. And you his would version's, hate that. His, I like his version. <laughs> yeah, but Grace would hate it. Oh, Grace, no. you'd, you'd despise it. <laughs> make you feel my love. <laughs> But like his version's <laughs> not making I, me feel love. Like Knocking me. on heaven's door. See, oh, okay. he, he does yeah. good stuff. But you, but all right, I'm gonna call it. But out this right. album, ain't this it? album no, no, is, has on. been given some like wild critical acclaim of being like the best Listen, album ever, it ain't and it. it's not. I'm calling you out for disrespect. To right. <laughs> That's fine. Give us your thoughts. <laughs> the way you treat Bob Dylan, right? <laughs> and so the way some of us treat Paul McCartney and John Lennon, right? Oh, yeah, is rude. <laughs> <laughs> disrespectful no. <laughs> and in hundreds a hundred years we'll be like wow it's like the messi and ronaldo thing you know what i mean <laughs> wow to live in a time like this but, okay you know what i mean <laughs> okay, i guess <laughs> but you can be both messi and ronaldo yeah. and you can be paul john or bob you know sure mm. bob dylan is incredible you know mm. is his voice for everyone mm. no is he Aretha Franklin? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the way he just, you know, sings those songs in his own little way with those lyrics. The lyrics, man, are just unbelievable and so clever. And he's still doing it. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm a big fan. And, like, some things about Bob Dylan that I really respect. So, like, when you go to a Bob Dylan gig, mm. he will, he doesn't want to play the old songs, right? 
doesn't want to do it anymore but he will but not in the original so he'll just do it his way in his own style sure so if he wants to do a reggae style of the song <laughs> butchering his own stuff <laughs> he'll do it because you know what he's out the right he's yeah, out the right he's been on tour for like 20 years straight mm. really non-stop see i thought he'd hate touring i thought he'd be like so against it he loves it because I've got a real picture of a grumpy old man who hates everything. But maybe <laughs> that's how he comes across. Maybe, maybe. Even this album artwork, right? Mm. Iconic. Look at that out of, out of like, it's like blurry, not in focus, a little bit moody. It no shows one was you. trying with that. It shows <laughs> you where Dylan's at at the time. Sure. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm a, after these three albums he releases, this is the last of three, I think. He like is just sick of it. He's like fed up of all these folk guys telling him what to do. He ends up in a um a, a motorcycle crash, oh, well. and he and it nearly kills him basically, and he just goes he stops for like five years. Wow. And until the seventies, we don't hear anything from him. Then he comes back Christian, do you know what I mean? And like people are like, oh, I'm not really sure. And then it's not till like the nineties again that he like really comes back. But like you can appreciate. I just think one day we're gonna look back and go, wow, Bob Dylan, man. Mm. And we did that freewheeling Bob Dylan. Mm. And some of the lyrics, like, blowing in the wind, a girl from the North Country. When I listen to girl from the North Country, right, I cry. Winner. I absolutely cry. It is the most beautiful, romantic song. It's wonderful. But we go, well, it's not in the style I like, or Bob Dylan, and all this, or whatever. Or it's seven minutes long, so I'm not listening. (laughs) Just because it's not palatable to you, doesn't mean it's not. True. Absolute in this wonderful consumerist art. society. Yeah, I'm calling you out. Grace. You call us. Right now. Just no. <laughs> call, call us, but not people. Call us collectively. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> um, so, but what I will say after mm. having gotten my high horse, mm. I'll get back down. Mm. Okay. This, this isn't the best album. I would give this five stars if yeah. it was a single album. Ah, a bit long. It's crazy long. You know, Rainy Day Woman, love it. Vision of Johanna, I want you. Just like a woman. Imagine if it was just like, if they were back-to-back bangers. Sure. I mean, Pledging My Time is a good song. One of Us Must Know, um, Stuck Inside a Mobile. All that stuff is like really good, but there is some fluff around it. Mm. And so I wonder whether that's why it comes where it does in this list, um, which is like thir- 38. Still high. This list. But it is very high. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I would. Maybe we do a little rating now. But um, sure. I would probably give it a four because I still think the songs on it are just, just like a woman. You've got your Dylan tinted glasses on. But I think he deserves. He you deserves know what I mean? He deserves it. Those songs that are on there are like wow. Mm. Never could create anything close to that. You know what I mean? Some of the ones. I mean, some of them are just rambling or whatever, but um, I'd give it a two. Are you kidding? <laughs> a straight two. Yeah. If you played this when we were just going somewhere, like in the, I'd be like, get it off. <laughs> it's boring. What is gonna please you, Grace? <laughs> what is going to please you? A beautiful album. For for me, it's two point five. Mm. But I have just thought of another Dylan song that's like incredible. <laughs> All along the Watchtower. See oh, now, yeah, see now I'm go. thinking if there's a Bob Dylan greatest hit, that album for mm. me is a four mm. or a five. Mm-hmm. 
But it's just all these other fluffy bits. If your best work is a greatest hits, you know. Right. But it isn't. Right. I'm right. gone. <laughs> Hang on. But it isn't. But I'm saying. The greatest hits of his would be great. Oh, it's incredible. <laughs> but this it's album so isn't good. it. And I don't think this album would have no, 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 many. No, no, no. Or it well, it would have, have Rainy Day Woman. It would have, it would have one have Visions song. of Johanna. Mm. It would have Just Like a Woman. That's three. And it would have I Want You. It would that's, have, that's it, four songs. It, it would have I Want You and Rainy Day Woman. That would, that's it. It, you're not it wouldn't have the other ones, in my opinion. Mm. In my opinion. If I'm making, if I'm the head of Columbia Records or whatever, but that's four. That's two songs at least, right? Yeah. That when we're looking at albums, we're like bangers. Sure. But you gave it a two point five and a two. Justified, yeah. <sighs> and that's, that's crazy. because mostly because of who he is. What's mm. what he's got a Nobel Peace Prize exactly <laughs> for literature. For literature. <laughs> exactly, so I can understand that someone somewhere is looking at his writing and going, "Yeah, wow." But I ain't doing that. If I'm on that noble panel, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> it's not going to him. Wow. No, sir. No, sir. There's not another white man that needs a Nobel Peace Prize. Well, we can't just call it. White men yeah. are okay, do you yeah. know what I mean? They can't yeah. have things. They've had too many. Right. Okay. To be fair, it wasn't a peace one. It was a liter- literary prize. Uh-huh. I don't know how many Nobel Prizes there are, but it seems like they just give them away for mm. anything these days. Mm. Oh, so now like Bob Dylan's just charity now. That, well, just, no, like we're just giving it to him because no, oh, we need someone yeah. to give it no, to I'm him. Say, yeah, I'm yeah. saying that, like a category, any type of category. There's a Nobel Prize in flipping woodworking for all I know. <laughs> That's what it seems like. But don't give it to Bob Dylan. Don't give it no. to Bob Dylan. Cannot make a rocking chair to save his life. <laughs> Although, do you know what? I haven't said that. We did both. Uh, both. <laughs> we did all like more Dylan's latest album. When we put it on, mm. we were like, mm, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm yeah. into this. Yeah. Yes. He's got better with age. He's matured maybe. like a fine wine. Matured? I can tell you he hasn't. There is some real guff, <laughs> there is some real guff out there. But, <laughs> but but this is, mm. I'm working my way through all of Dylan's albums. Okay. Because well. I actually have the same opinion where he's hard to listen to and isn't always palatable. Mm. So it's taken me a long time to get through. I got through all the Beatles albums. Hundred times over. That's just a pleasant afternoon for me. Oh, man. And there are a lot of other artists apart from the Beatles where I'm like, yeah, can get through all of them. Yeah. But um, but Dylan is hard to get through, and so I understand that. Mm. You know, but I kind of like that about him. I'm like he doesn't he doesn't want to please anyone. He says f you to all these folk guys who have been like cheering him on, and mm. they're calling him Judas now. And he's like f you, I'll do what I want. Fair. I'm into that. Do you know what I mean? I'm into that. He's a rogue. He's <laughs> he's a rogue. Vigilante. Yeah. He's a uh, maverick. Yeah. Maverick. <laughs> That's yeah. the word. That's the word. There we go. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Well, should we take a break? Okay, please. And we're going to compare it to the Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. Unlimited Love, mm. which Bob Dylan has not received. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Amazing. Welcome back. We're going to talk about Unlimited there's a big yawn that grace wow it's good to know the people on the podcast are yawning as well as the people <laughs> listening to the podcast uh, we're going to listen to oh we're not going to listen to anything we're going to talk about mm. Unlimited Love by uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers which is the 12th studio album by the American rock band uh, released through Warner Records on April the 1st happy April Fool's Day mm. uh, 2022 the album features the return of producer Rick Rubin 
Okay. He's no very famous, isn't he, Rick Rubin? Where did he go? He's very He's famous. Very fa- like, wasn't he around when 50 Cent was in his stuff and wasn't He's he involved in, like, the M&M stuff? And I don't know, actually, but he was around originally with the Chili Peppers and he was around some of the grunge stuff and he, he's he been around a lot of So what, what happened in the middle? He's been working with all kinds of people. I'm sure Adam's going to get up, so I will I, talk mm, around it. But um, yeah. he... um recently did a thing on disney um is it disney plus the thing that yeah, you watch yeah. <laughs> i don't even know what it's called <laughs> um with paul mccartney looking through beatles material um which people enjoy it's mm-hmm. like a did you know he's the co-founder of def jam records and also established american recordings with the beastie boys ll cool j public enemy ghetto boys and run dmc he also helped popularize hip-hop run music DMC. this man rick rubin has been in everything he's worked with def jam american columbia warner brothers Oof. he's the most uh, in 2007 mtv called him the most important producer of the last 20 years wow and then not only did he do them he did all of the american albums that johnny cash did and mm. you know the all the ones at the end of his life so like hurt and all those like really different things it was rick rubin's idea to do those incredible do them in that way he did the chili pepper so, so like blood sugar sex magic so like give it away and like under the bridge those really famous he did some town petty stuff he recorded um rain and blood by slayer he did are you looking at this yeah album? absolutely mad album just brilliant thrash metal album and then as adam said was in like doing all those hip-hop albums as well he did right. yeezus with um kanye um, just on got quite a wide repertoire honestly so so much of his stuff well you'll have heard his stuff Weezer he's done stuff with them um, most importantly most importantly oh. he did Mel C's <laughs> debut solo album Brilliant. Northern Star I didn't so. know that she had a de- debut solo album I've got a more most important I I think I know go on he did the chef song yeah. on South Park. Yeah. Do you know that song? No. So come my chocolate salty <laughs> balls. You don't know? <laughs> Put them in your mouth and suck them. <laughs> that is brilliant. What? With Isaac Hayes. Absolutely. Wow. Amazing. And there was one more I wanted to say. Steal this album by System of a Down. He did a lot of System of a Down. Wow. He, he did Rage Against the Machine stuff. Limp Biscuit. So oh, Limp Biscuit. He did 99 Problems with Jay-Z. Wow. I think he basically created Jay-Z. <laughs> well. Which gave us then Beyonce. So I'm just saying. Well, there you go. And so, anyway, that's Rick Rubin. He's wow. been, he is the guy. Uh, or he's one of the guys. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, and so, uh, the album features a returning producer, Rick Rubin, who was absent from The Gateway, uh, which was their last um, album, and John Fashante, uh, who left the band in 2009 and rejoined in 2019. And this was Ooh, his ten year break. But this was his second departure and rejoin. Oh. So he left in nineteen ninety one or something like that. Mm. No, that's maybe a bit later. And then came back in the early two thousands. But there's something about the forum together. Mm. And they released Stadium Arcadium, which was a big album in my life. Double album. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant album. Great Amazing album. guitar work. Mm. You got songs like Snow, which everyone knows. Uh, Danny California, which is quite a big song. Um, yeah, and it, it really gave them a 
a big second part of their career. Really? Uh, so, yeah. And, like, John Fashante is the guy who, like, wrote Can't Stop and songs like that. You know, Chili Pepper songs. Grace, are you looking at me blankly? Mm. Or, yeah, okay. Yeah. You're not a big nice. red or chili pepper. I'm not, you know. Okay. Again, had the t-shirt. I knew you were going to say <laughs> this. I knew you were going to say you had the t-shirts. That's so funny. Um, but, yeah. But not a fan. Mm. Other than that. Mm. Well, there you go. Uh, so yeah, my John, you know, it wasn't in your John. <laughs> wasn't my John. Okay. Uh, brilliant. Uh, so the first single, Black Summer, was released in February the fourth, twenty twenty-two, and it became the Chili Peppers' fourteenth number one. Wow, I went to number one. That has shocked me. Uh, <laughs> it really has. Um, and Unlimited <laughs> Love received generally positive reviews, and the world tour began in June twenty twenty-two. I know, I'm, I'm a bit shocked. Um, yeah, so they got rid of um, their other guitarists. They got uh, John Fashante back in. And that was meant to be like a big, like, right, we're back to basics, mm. back to it um, kind of thing. What did we think? He's gr- he's grimacing already. Who do you want to go first? Well, I can just say straight off, I was really looking forward to this album. Mm. And I thought it was the worst album I've ever heard. Wow. I thought it was really, really poor. I thought that the songs were boring and monotonous. I thought the jams weren't really funky. I thought the guitars sound good, but, like, that's the least I expected. I felt like I was listening to, like, 60-year-old men doing a funk (laughs) rock album, which is what it is. Is what they are. Yeah. And I just and they do like these tonal things that I've never heard them do before, where they're like in a minor key and they just go major, mm. and I just it's jazzy and annoying, and if I wanted to listen to that, I'll go and listen to some jazz. I just thought it was one of the honestly one of the worst albums I've oh, ever heard. Wow. From them or just in general? Just like, what? just in general, <laughs> but definitely by them it's their worst yet yeah wow. i hate them so there you go must be a bit of a letdown it is with fashante being such a big i would say john fashante is one of my top 10 guitarists of mm. all time that's how much i rate him yeah and i thought this was so naff he's let you down so naff i like i would still go and watch the world tour for all of those hits you know what i mean like yeah. can't stop and like the jams and his solos but I just thought this and Flea's boss. I think as a band they sound great, mm. but I just hated this album. I thought it was just so forgettable, and it was long as well. It is long. seventeen odd tracks long. So mm. rubbish. You know, I'm really sorry. An hour or thirteen minutes of your life you'll never get back. Mm. Not a fan. Not a fan. Wow. You've been robbed. <laughs> In broad daylight. <laughs> Grace, what did you think? So I've nothing to compare it to, right? As with Bob. Um, but, but I enjoyed it <laughs> I enjoyed it I feel like I listened to it off the back of Bob right and I was in a bad mood after him I was in a bad mood you're in a Bob mood I was in a bad way I was in a Bob mood <laughs> I know it wants to be one of them Um, so I had low standards for sure right nice. the but bar is on the floor yeah yeah, yeah. and so they exceeded that low bar mm. they really did I've, it was lively it was groovy no matter what you say 
it is lively and groovy, but it's forgettable in it. I keep well, saying yeah, this. You know. I just like. I can't say I've memorized any of the songs. What's the point? But I just thought it was fun. Right. There's a lot of Rolling Tom grooves going on. Mm. And if there's anything I'm a fan of, it's a Rolling Tom groove. Right. It's funky. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And Aquatic Mouth Dance. It's mm. one of the best, right? Right. Amazing. I was like, so is this a big band song? I don't even know what's going on here. <laughs> Lyrically, I could have done without many of the words. But I could listen to the whole instrumental version. And I'd be happy as Larry. I was loving it. Mm. Brass wind section. Amazing. Absolutely doing bits. I don't know if this is true, but I think Flea played the trumpet. Well, you should carry on. Mm. Doing bits. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. Drums and bass, smashing it. Locked in tight. Mm. Trumpet on track Solid. Three. So I think that is this track. Is it track three? Hmm. Look at this. Uh, yeah. We'll say it is. Yeah, it is. We'll rewrite history. We will. Um, but no, amazing. Absolutely amazing. As I say, lyrically, could have done without. But instrumentally, stunning. Mm. I was I was all in. Really was. I was in a, a better mood after my bad mood. There you go. A mood lifter. Mm. Is what you're saying? Mm. Yeah. Okay. What are you? I'd say much, much the same. Mm. Much the same as you. What am I listening um, to? Trash. What? I, I don't know. Wrong. Is this down. as good as, you know, Stadium Arcadium? No. Not at all. That is a it's rare... nowhere near. That is a rare good album. But they did do, like, By The Way before that. You know what I mean? And they did do albums before that were just as good under the bridge. They've got they've got hits. So have they earned the right to be a little bit sloppy? Mm. Maybe. Oh, well, I thought Bob Dylan had Have they earned that? Mm. Have they earned the right to be a little bit experimental? Maybe. Mm. A bit jazzier? Maybe. <laughs> mm. You guys are so contradictory. It's what we This is what I say about McFly. They've earned the right to be putting no. out trash. No, McFly they have yeah, not earned the right have. to do anything. No, but they have. I, I've That's seen so them. But they have. I like them, but they, mm. they've not earned the right to they do have. jack squat. You don't even know. I, they've not You're not even Galaxy Defenders. They've not earned the right to do anything. Busted, on the other hand can do whatever no. they want uh, no. because their first two albums were <laughs> smash it they were so good they retired well, that's how good they were done. anyway anyway <laughs> anyway <laughs> get the grips no. um here ever after i enjoyed that good drums i think i think the drums are incredible yeah Sounds amazing. his drum tone is always good mm. um hits them hard you know hits them on you can tell it's like with john bonham I think it's not just what you play. It's how you play it. Sometimes. That's it. It's and all the about... the bass player just locks right on in there. Yeah, they are good. Their chemistry is amazing. It really is. And you can tell that they enjoy it. And I think Flea... I think more accolades need to be given to Flea. I think so. More people need to really recognise recognize him. Because, yes, he's just the funny naked man who likes to play bass. Naked. <laughs> and jump about. But there's more to it than that. He's an incredibly talented and intelligent musician. Very mm-hmm. talented. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Um, Anthony Kiedis, he's a bit Marmite for me, lead singer. He's a bit... Do you know who he's friends with? Go on. Iggy Pop. There you uh, go. And you can tell. No, it says it all. I he think like Kiedis, wants to be him. Yeah, Kiedis <sighs> has got a bit of the Iggy Pop. Constantly got his shirt off. Mm-hmm. All the time. Um... So yeah, so I'm a little. He's always long hair. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, so there's a fun fact though, Matt and Grace, about Mm. Anthony Kiedis, the lead singer of uh, Really Chill. This is Anthony Kiedis. He 
is oh. in one That's of my... That's how he looks all the time. Oh. That's how he looks all the time. He is in one of my favourite films of all time. He is in... Um, why have I forgotten A more the accurate of? depiction. Uh. Iggy pop star. Yeah, so good. Why have I forgotten the name of it? was a 90s film. Keanu Reeves plays a surfer. Point Break. He, Anthony Kiedis, is in Point Break. Well. Watch Point Break if you've not watched Point Break. That's mm. that's where I'm going with this. Um, I started reading Anthony Kiedis' book, right? Mm. And it was literally a diary that was full of, today I took drugs, Yep. I regretted it. Today I did a diary, next day, today I took this. Next day, today I went downtown LA and I took drugs. Today yeah. I took, today I took, so like sh- and he's like, I'm not glorifying it, but it's just what happened, Matt. I'm like, it sounds like you're glorifying you know it. I mean? You know what I mean? I'm not a fan. Like I say, he's always been Marmite for me. I think his voice is, is good, great. But I'm just, I him as a person, a little bit off button. And now he says mm. things like, I stay fit so that I don't take drugs, man. I'm like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. Just behave. But this album, I thought, was all right. Don't get me wrong, it's not going to be like, it's not going to win a... Um, mm-hmm. a Mercury Prize or it's whatever changing lives. the kids at Ni- uh, Ivor Novello <laughs> whatever the kids are winning these days <laughs> I predict it might get a Brit nod it might get a Grammy nod I don't think it's going to win them can you win a Brit if you're not British uh, yeah oh okay yeah quite a few people have won Brits I got no oh, okay. yeah it's not an exclusive thing wow so you know it's um, so but this album it was enjoyable it was a refreshing take after the, the Dylan drag mm. you could say that's just crazy. It's a pleasant though. change. It is tune. crazy, and yet here we are. It's and a yeah, crazy time. Twenty twenty two. Up <laughs> is down. Down is up. Cats and dogs becoming friends. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Crazy times. Is cats and dogs becoming friends a euphemism? I don't understand. No, it's it. That's a quite <laughs> off air Jurassic Park. Uh, I don't. I've never watched it. I think Jurassic Park. It's a quite off song. <sighs> end time stuff, man. End time stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Don't, I like I said, it didn't knock me out, but it it didn't knock me down. Mm. Can I ask a question? Go. On. Hmm. What What are you looking for when you're listening to an album? Just not to be bored. Not to be bored. Mm. Minimal skips. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's got to move me. It's got to groove me. Yeah. What I've about be like in. the quality of a song? Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. No, not just a groove. It'd be nice to have a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like that. See now, because like. Rainy Day Woman is better than anything off this album. Mm. Full stop. That was a lie. It's not a lie. But it's it's comparable. This al- Bob's album, right? Dylan's album fades right on into the background. I can carry on with about my, about my life and then be like, oh, this is still going on. Let me skip it. Now. But that's what I think about the Chili Peppers album. I'm, like, oh. I, I'm not going to stay here and say the, the Chili Peppers would get on this list. No, no, no. I don't think it gets on this list. But you've talked about this positively. Because it. it is better than the Dylan album. I enjoyed yeah, so. it more. But I can mm. tell if on this list in 50 years' time, this album of all the Red Hot Chili Peppers albums will not be on mm. them. They themselves deserve to be on, on the list. One well, of their other albums. Wow. Sorry, oh. I'm just hitting my mic. But, but not, not this album. But mm. this album still, probably because our modern ears mm. just like something a little bit more modern. Mm. I just want to be drawn in. I just want to be drawn in. I just want to have fun. You know. I want to be sedated, mm. despite what the song says. Mm. <laughs> despite what the song says. Well, we can agree to disagree, mm. can't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we always will. But I am 
Flabbergasted Express. <laughs> of course, what else is it? <laughs> well, there you go. So, you guys would prefer the the chilies. The chili. The the chilies. <laughs> Slightly controversial, and this mm. might just completely go against everything I've just said. Mm. I neither prefer it or or it's You're not the picking. same. It's the same level. It also gets a two point five. Mm. Wow! It's the same type. You surely you wouldn't rate the chilies at any higher than a two, though. I'd give them like a two point five. If Bob's getting a two, I feel like he's just trying to rattle me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all this podcast is about. <laughs> I actually haven't listened to the albums, and I'm just <laughs> <laughs> just come in and you just say what you want. What would be the funniest thing to say? That's on you. Just go for that, basically every time. <laughs> nah, sounds all right. Brilliant. So we have to delete <laughs> yeah, one. Sound. You don't care, Adam. You're neither a hero. If both there. of these two albums disappears, oh yeah, the world's a carry on. I don't think it affects. Well, of course, it carry on. Turn and Th- this might be controversial. I don't think it affects the two artists' main body of work. No, no, no. Dylan would really? still. Ha- Dylan would still have yeah, a lot of would, his great what? songs. The Red Chili Peppers would still have oh, their yeah, past great albums. It, inconsequential. But I, I think it diminishes the work of the Chili Peppers. Okay, you think it takes away? Yeah, I existence. definitely think it does. I'm like... Sours a legacy. I'm like, maybe you should stop after this. Mm, they went too but they might, take, they might bring out something great. Yeah. And I hope they do. But this, just, I was like, well, I wish it not, not bothered. Mm. In my eyes, really. Fair. But, you know, okay, brilliant. Do you want to know what next week's albums are? Mm. Sure. We are listening to Dr. Dre, The oh. Chronic. Wow. Is <laughs> that, that oh wow was a not enjo- going to enjoy this too. Apparently a big album. Apparently. This was a game changer apparently. Oh. Mm. Tune in next week to find out if that's true or not. <laughs> and we're going to compare it a bit different, but we're going to compare it to the album Wet Leg Oh. by the band wet leg mm. has someone buttered your muffin shall we assign someone to butter your muffin for you that's lyrics oh grace you're <laughs> gonna love this well, have you not heard mm. um shay's lounge mm. i love that song it's a great song oh, i'm okay. not sure you're gonna like it okay but um this is a this is a hey, this is the most current album i think we've ever done like the most i think it's the most current album you know about oh. <laughs> <laughs> well it's the most like Cool. One oh, you think it's cool? I think it's. Cool. I think it's gonna be cool. I've not heard it. Does okay. it make you feel cool? I think it's gonna make me feel that cool. Mm-hmm. We are hipsters here, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Should we quiz? Please. <clears throat> Hello. I'd like to quiz. Oh. Well, my mama said, quiz me on the other side of town. Yes, my mama said, quiz me, because she didn't raise no clown. My icky, bricky heart is asking, begging, pleading you just to quiz me, baby. Or I'll be through Brilliant. Stunning. 
every time. Wonderful. Not my preferred one. It's my preferred one. I prefer the rockier one. Mm. What's the rockier one? It's quizzing like, time. I like them all. Oh, I see. I like them all. Okay. This week, mm. I'm not sure what the score is. Are you doing the quiz? I'm doing the You're doing the quiz. It's been a while, it's, it? g- <laughs> it's been a little while. It's been a while. But we are going to do a Bob Dylan quiz. Okay. Okay. And Grace, you're going to go. Facts about his life. Second. Um, Is yeah. it a write down or shout out? I've really forgotten. Are we shouting out? What's that? I go first. Okay. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> that was a journey. <laughs> Adam. Mm-hmm. Yes. You ready? Sure. What musician or group did Bob Dylan idolise in his early years as a musician? I'll give you two choices. Thank you. Hank Williams, mm. Woody Guthrie. Mm. Woody Guthrie. Correct. This machine killed fascists. <laughs> that's that's Woody Guthrie, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, honest, because Harvey had it said this this machine kills fascists. Okay, brilliant. This song that Dylan covered was later popularized popularized by Eric Burden and the Animals. Was it? This for you, Grace. Mm -hmm. The weight. Mm -hmm. I just realized Dylan the answer. I'm aware. Was it the House of the Rising Sun or Man of Constant Sorrow? Adam gave nothing away. But I think it was the last, the second one he said. Man of Constance. Man of Constance, sorry. That is incorrect. <sighs> it's House of the Rising Sun, the animals. <sighs> there is a house in Hollywood. 1 0. Wow. Adam. Yes. Dylan wrote this song later, covered most notably by Eric Clapton, Jerry Garcia, come on. Grateful there. I'm a deadhead. The Beds and Guns N' Roses. Ah. Uh, was it? Heaven's Door. <laughs> wow. Look at that. Doesn't even wait. So confident. Do you want to know a story about knocking on Heaven's Door? Yeah. Axel Rose didn't really want to do it. Slash wanted to cover it. Yeah. Axel Rose didn't. And then Axel Rose got beat up or something. Or was in hospital. Can't remember why. And then after he got out of hospital, he went to Slash and was like, we need to do this song. Because he was knocking on Heaven's Door. Wow. I don't think he was close to death, but oh. he was just like, he had like a re-evaluation mm. or something. And then he did it, and it was on Use Your Illusion 2. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? You are. Beautiful. <laughs> After all that. Uh, that was nice, but no. Okay. Well done for you, but <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Come on, right. give me a good one. What's his second name? <laughs> is Bob Dylan his real name? No. Oh, this is a nice oh. one. Robert right. Zinnerman. Zimmerman. Oh, I quite like Zim. You should have kept that. Mm-hmm. Zimmerman. It's hard to say that. Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Brilliant. Grace, are you ready for your next question? Born ready. Okay, here we go. Which of these artists covered "Blowing in the Wind"? Right. Everyone. Is that what? his song? Yes. Oh. I'm going to give you a choice of four. Mm. Peter, Paul and Mary Chet Atkins Joan Baez 
or all of these? Oh, no, hold on. It's a tough one. Hold on. Because that feels like a trap. I'm going to say all of them. That is correct. Yes. Go. As of 2005, nice. more than 375 people have COVID blown in the wind. I believe it. Professionally, I imagine. <laughs> I'm sure it's pretty, <laughs> it's a lot more than that. But um, I love that one. That's a proper banger. Oh, is it? Yeah. It is. <laughs> Not when Bob does it, but... Ah, uh, right. Right. Are you ready, Adam? It's my thing recording. Mm. It is recording. It's down here. Oh, I'm down there. How yeah. wonderful. Yeah. You're actually up here. So there you go. Oh. There you go. Not... Okay. I'm leaving this in. Sorry. Yeah, but do. I huh. just... We actually you only wanted it to be me and Matt from this point. Yeah, so got the hint. <laughs> <laughs> Which of these Dylan songs did Simon and Garfunkel cover? Cover mm. or cover? I'm gonna give you a choice for. Okay. It ain't me, babe. Mm. The times they are a changing. Mm. Maggie's farm. Mm. Brilliant. Bob Dylan's 115th dream. I mean that last one doesn't even sound like a song. I don't know. Um. Maggie's Farm. Incorrect. Ooh. It was the times they are changing. That's what I thought. Uh, that'd be a good one. Mm. I meant to do. So it's two one. Grace. Okay. Bring it back. Ready. You ready? Yeah. Which Dylan song was the number one song ever, according to the second edition of the Rolling Stones five hundred? So this is songs, not albums. Mm. Like a Rolling Stone. The times they are changing. Blowing in the wind or knocking on heaven's door. Mm. That is very hard. Because a lot of them have been covered a lot of times. They're all hard if you don't know them. I mean, don't know it. <laughs> it's true. Look, it's best ever. What were the first two? Would you like the list times again? Okay. Yeah. Like a rolling stone. Mm-hmm. The times they are changing. Blowing in the wind. Knocking on heaven's door. Knocking on heaven's door. Incorrect. It was blowing in the wind. Uh. This edition came out in 2004. Mm. The Rolling Stones 500. Uh, I think it was Bias, the person who wrote this list. Um, Though it is a good song. I'll bet if the New York Times was doing it, it would be the Times they are changing. (laughs) I see what he's done there, the person who wrote this Mm. article. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Adam, you ready? It's 2-1. Which Rhode Island town was the site of a festival in which Bob Dylan often performed? Some of these I've never said in my life, but Newport? Mm-hmm. Narragansett? Gansett? Mm-hmm. Providence? Right. Or Block Island? I'm going to say Newport. <laughs> that is correct. Dylan, along with many other artists such as Joan Baez and Peter, Paul and Mary, often played the Newport Folk, Folk Festival, mm. which is where he famously got shouted down. Oh, Peter, Paul and Mary wrote some great songs. Um, 500 that, is that, is that Miles. Is that their names or is that just the name of the band? There was three of them. Yeah, Peter, Paul and Mary. Mm. Um, what else did they do? They did 500 Miles. They had a number one with Obla Dee, Obla Da by mm. the Beatles. And the Beatles, except for Paul, 
refused to release it as a number one. Uh, not as a number one, as, as a, a single. single. Why? Because they thought it was stupid. Um, but then Peter Paul and Mary did it, and it went to number one. And that proves Paul McCartney knows what he's talking about. Knows what he's talking about? <laughs> Maybe. <You know. laughs> it is a flippin' annoying song, you know? Yeah, a little bit. I quite like it, though. Brilliant. Well, did you want to say anything more about Peter Paul and Mary? No, they just they, they had some good fun. Hmm? How, Adam, you three one up? Yep. Is, this, is this mine now? It's yours. It's yours. Oh, sorry, Grace. Wow. Grace, you're three one mm. down now. Mm, thanks. <laughs> How is Bob Dylan indirectly referred to in Don McLean's American Pie? Is it the the man at the sacred music store, the king, the jester, or one of the two old boys? You know the song. You don't know the song. Pie. <laughs> I was thinking of the movie American Pie. <laughs> I was like, I haven't seen that, so I've got nothing to go out of it. Isn't he? Um, I don't know any. I've never seen American Pie, but I was going to say a character. Sing your whiskey. Is that that line? This will be the day I die. It, I'm pr- that's the song. Okay. But that's not. Have the options again, please. How is Bob Dylan indirectly referred to in Don McLean's song American Pie? Is it the man at the sacred music store? The king, the jester, or one of the two old boys? One of the two old boys. Oh. Incorrect. Who, the jester? The jester, yes. Oh. Bob Dylan is represented by the jester who plays for the king and queen. Oh. And Bob Dylan later then has a song about called The Joker Man. Oh. And there's a lot of stuff around that. When I wonder whether Bob Dylan plays up to this thing. Does. I don't know. Good shot. Right, it's three one. <laughs> we'll wait and see. You know, <coughs> finish the lyrics like blank in rags, and the language that he used. Is it like Cornwallis in rags? Is it like MacArthur in rags? Is it like Napoleon in rags? Or like Eisenhower in rags. Adam, what do you think? Napoleon. That is correct. Know what song? No, but they're all famous generals. Mm. That's all I know. (laughs) It's like a Rolling Stone. Ah. How did you know that? You just... I just guessed. (laughs) Well, because Cornwallis doesn't really fit. And also, of all of them, Eisenhower had only really... Whenever Rolling Stone, he was... He was fairly hard, but he was a bit too modern. Right. Cornwallis, he was the British general that lost the War of Independence, pretty much. I think. Yorktown. But, like, Yorktown. not many people are going to know that. So, I don't know. I just guess. I can't even remember mm. what the, the third one was. Eisen- uh, Eisenhower, Napoleon, Cornwallis, and MacArthur. Yeah, MacArthur is on. I'd have gone for MacArthur. Except I kind of need a song, so... There you go. Yeah. Grace, bring it back. 4-2. I believe. We ready? I believe. Bob Dylan mm. played at the March on Washington in 1963. Oh, where Martin Luther King Jr. gave his I Have a Dream speech. That is... What? True or false? False. 
What? False. That can't be real. Why? I just don't think that would happen. Okay. It's true. What? <laughs> Dylan did play on the march on Washington on the same day and the same stage and the same microphones. Wow. As those of MLK's what? I Have a Dream He was speech. just like warming up the crowd. He was a famous activist as well as, oh. you know, he was doing his bit. You know what I mean? The prophets. Wow. The man. All these things that he said that he did, he wasn't. But so did Jesus. You know. Oh, yeah. You know. So there we go. End of the quiz. Three. Four wow. one. Adam, well done. Good. So close. We're gonna do a Dr. Dre quiz next week. Mm, well, okay. I'll get reading up. Get mm. <laughs> don't get reading up. <laughs> don't get reading up, please. <laughs> well there you go. Guys, thanks for quizzing. Thank it's you. Beautiful. Hello. I'd like to quiz. Oh. Well, my mama said quiz me On the other side of town Yes, my mama said quiz me Cause she didn't raise no clown My icky bricky heart is asking Begging, pleading you Just to quiz me a baby or I'll be through. Amazing. Well done, Adam. Adam grimaces every time in this. I just don't think it's my best. Oh, well. My best one. Well, at the end of this quiz, Adam, I think you should write us a new one. Mm, please. <sighs> Maybe. It's been a while. Mm. It's been a while. It would Talk be fun. Down. We'll see what we do. Get a new genre. Get some pop punk. I've done a pop punk one. Oh, sorry. This is the problem. Sorry, I shouted that. <laughs> I've done a, great. I've done a pop punk one. <laughs> I did a little bluesy boy. Little bluesy boy. What type of Seinfeld type? What is the deal with quizzes? That's it. I if I could play bass, I would do that. It's funny. So this is how this will annoy some people. Before we finish, this is how much of a non-completionist I am. I binged Seinfeld all nine seasons loved it got into it and I have not bothered to watch the final ever episode and I have no compulsion haven't you done that with Scrubs as well no Scrubs I've watched Scrubs I've finished but I've just the last ever episode last ever episode of Seinfeld is waiting there for me and I just cannot be bothered do you know what? It's mad. I follow a lot of people that l- follow, not like, you know, like social mm. media and stuff. Mm. <laughs> I stalk <laughs> I just a whole stalk Who love Seinfeld. Mm. And I listen to them just like tell jokes and like yeah. never watched it. No. I can't lie. I'm never not sure done. what you're talking about. It was a comedy in the in the 90s. Um, set in New York. Like, yeah. It was like um, if Friends is like black. It's like the white it's like a shadow version and that they're like uh, almost the opposites yeah. of each other. It, it's a bit it's a bit different. I it's enjoyable, but it's it's different. It's yeah. I don't know. Give it a watch. Yeah. It took it took me a couple of episodes to get into, but it is pretty pretty funny. It's quite enjoyable. But it's not finishable. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Well, 
Yeah, he's having a slightly problematic. Oh, is he? I just didn't know that. dating teenagers when uh, he was younger. Uh, during, like, Seinfeld, just dated a 17-year-old. Uh, and then one of the other fellas on it just <coughs> fully said the N-word on stage uh, recently. Uh, Fellow who plays Kramer. I don't know who that is. Michael something or other. Just this is going to sound really weird. Who's the old guy? Oh, the old... David's <laughs> Something David. Oh, I... You know, this is that bad. I'm like, I don't cut much out of this podcast. <laughs> just, I'm like, me just like pretending to know Seinfeld things. Do you mean... Larry David? Oh, Larry David, the creator, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's not in it that much. But he's not problematic, that's why I was asking. No, no, he's not. No, I don't think so, no. Mm-hmm. No, I think he's pretty... There's a whole pretty. lot of pro- problematic people. There is. There is. But anyway. Some of them are in this room. <laughs> like me bringing up a whole new subject <laughs> as we're about to close. <laughs> I do apologize. This has been a long episode. Mm. This is an hour 45. Got to give the people yeah. what they've been missing. Some people are in a deep sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> don't dream. Imagine we just said, don't dream about it. And you just say a thing. I thought you were going to start whispering the uh, crowded house, don't dream, it's, don't dream, it's over. Don't dream. Or the, um, what is it? Over. Big boys don't cry. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't uh, right. I'm going to end this because it's, it's getting silly, isn't it? <laughs> been silly for about now. Amazing. So next week's albums yes. are Dr. Dre, The Chronic, yep. and Wet Leg, Wet Leg. Wet leg, wet leg. That's two wet, wet legs. Leg. Wet leg squared. <laughs> squared. I, I thought you said something else, not squared. I was like, <laughs> squared. <laughs> I was like, that's a, that's a big It's really good. Right, wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> I can't go it out now, can I? We all need to go to bed. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Alvinila. If you are, what a saint. Because this is. Best episode yet, guys. (laughs) (laughs) The best is yet to come. And it's not hard if you're still listening. But um, why don't you join us next week? Mm. Listen to those albums. Please come back. Yeah, please please come back. (laughs) Uh, Dog Straight, The Chronic, Wet Leg. And it's going to be good, isn't it, guys? Mm. Yeah. We're getting into the good parts of, like... I mean, I keep saying Supposedly. this every week. Mm. You're very Supposedly. optimistic. I am very optimistic. But that's being killed slowly through this list. So, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. But we hope you have a great week. Mm. Uh, and we'll see you soon. Absolutely. Bye. <laughs>